I can podcast with my with my eyes closed. No, I want you to keep your eyes wide open. I can. It's so cop car in here. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest country on earth. Welcome to Bob's and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, finding magic, and the power of nostalgia. On this episode, we're talking about, nope, it's not broke, Roger Rabbit's gone woke, and that's no joke. The rich get richer with an exclusive Club 33 mug that's to die for. Disney stock takes a header after Disney Plus tests positive for COVID. Disney Plus days is a thing that we're supposed to be celebrating in November. Star Wars Visions drops with wide praise. And in our main segment, we're remaking Adventureland with a new edition of Scott and Aaron's Mixed Up Map. My name is Scott Storm, and with me, my brother on the mic, you know him as a man who loves roller skating. That's right. Absolute Aaron. I, I do two by two on my wheels. I don't go oh, in line. You go two by two, you don't I, go in line. No, no. I mean, you know. I like, I like posers, keep it old is that what you're about to say? I go figure, I'm in line all day. I go figure skating boots. First of all, I lace them all the way up to the yeah. eyes. I oh, double wow. knot and then I wrap the lace around the back where my calf is. Well, of course, and, you have to do that. <laughs> you need <laughs> you don't tell me crazy. You don't want to come out of don't those things. Crazy. Don't go under. Yeah, no. Don't go under the heel. Wow, I think that's a thing. Some people would go under. Oh, yeah, you go under the heel. Yeah, no, I go around. I go under around. the arch. Excuse yeah, me, under the, under the arch. arch. No, I go around yeah. the calf, double double knot that thing, pull it tight, and I'm ready to skate. Oh, man. Are you ready to podcast? I'm ready to podcast. I don't know where the last 20 minutes where we just talked about the joys of, of a roller, roller rink rinks and roller exist. skating. I Not on this episode, probably but probably, probably episode. Patreon. Maybe you'll Patreon. Pro- but you'll probably have to pick that up on Patreon. We had a great discussion just now about how much we love roller skating slash inline skating yeah specifically at a roller rink they are giant the joy of a roller rink. time capsules oh my of, gosh aren't of they? 80s sweat and smells it's wonderful oh if you haven't gone to a roller rink lately or ever do yourself a favor get some neon yeah. and go to a roller rink. they get the they get the carpet and those things replaced every five years but they just use carpet from another roller skating rink it's musical musical, musical roller skating. carpet musical yeah. carpet is yeah. what it is i thought you were gonna say they replace that carpeting once every 40 years yeah yeah they replace it from <laughs> old carpeting from miniature golf holes and so right it's whenever, yes it's a great thing welcome to episode 76 76 we made it past 75 we did how's your week going my uh, week was great i okay. want i want to touch base on something really please quickly. please do so our monumental karate kid podcast yes uh karate kid episode on the on Patreon. Patreon. Everybody waited so long for it. So long for it. Yeah. It dropped. It was uh, so satisfying. 31 minutes, 32 minutes of, of Karate Kid and other stuff. But you told me that there was a part of that that got glitched. Probably and, 10 minutes, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I remember listening to it. That 10 minutes was one It was the only segment. reason we started talking about it was to talk about Daniel and his girlfriend. And Daniel, who made a better girlfriend. Who made a better girlfriend. Yeah. So that, that when I got that audio file, yeah, that part is it, just... Well, I remember that when we were discussing that, yeah. we also started a riff on whether or not Daniel just imagined everything. Right. That he was it was actually, a dream. The credit is actually a dream. The whole thing's actually yeah. a dream. He fell asleep in New Jersey and he had this California dream. <laughs> and, then that's that, right. and then that's it. And then we also went through a period where we were talking about like, what if Mr. Miyagi 
I think was haunting Daniel. I think that was like another thing. Okay. And that like, uh, oh, that, that there was a whole thing that we did about where I, I did a lot of impersonations of Mr. Oh, Yagi. That's right. And, and all of that was gone. Yeah. All of that was, was not usable. And I wonder like, were, were we cursed? Oh, me by Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, where we Mr. Miyagi was like, no, of Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, your pod, like podcast we on, podcast off. Right. Yeah. Hey, this is Bob Sleds and Banthas, Disneyland Star Wars podcast. Uh, but the you know the, the magic of nostalgia and the power of magic is it's what we also, is what we also say. So if you're listening to this for the first time, uh, we don't always talk about Karate Kid at the top of the episode. No, just just most of the time. No, and and speaking of which, I yeah. I thought about last week's episode where we went on a good I don't know. 15 minutes talking about doogie hauser oh right and yeah. i was thinking i uh, wonder that was disney adjacent it's disney adjacent because yeah. there's a disney there's a doogie hauser reboot on disney right. plus right now uh and so if you're new to the show welcome we talk about disneyland and star wars but we also talk about things yeah. that uh, are adjacent to disneyland and there star you go wars. What are we talking about this week? Well, the stuff you talked about during the intro, I think. We're going to talk about Adventureland. Yeah. We've got some news items. Your news item reads like my Google News feed. Oh. And it's not it's not a happy place to be all the time. It's always a little... Listen, Disney News is hard right now. Yeah. Okay? I, got, I, I don't care is. if you're a Disney fan or you're not a Disney fan. The stuff that... The news that is getting reported about the Disney company is challenging stuff right now. Yeah. We try to address it with levity and fun, but also with like a little bit of a... Well, what do we actually think about this right. living in the real world? I, there, for for everything that we love about the Disney company, uh, it seems like hard news about choices that the Disney company is making or how the Disney company is being affected as a result of COVID. Yeah, uh, and just the general culture at large uh, is it makes for some challenging discussions. So now we, let's get into the news. Bump 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 news. Bump 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 news. It's time for news. Oh. Remain seated, please. I have another, of course, it's now turning into a weekly segment called uh, Aaron's uh, Inside, Outside of My Mind Rage at Inside the Magic. Yes. Uh, and they, yes. Ran, they ran a story this week called uh, Disney, like Disney World is just inches from breaking the law. Ooh. I'm like, oh, oh, I will definitely click this okay. Inside the Magic. what are we talking about here? And so then this is a whole news article. Uh, I got two points. This is a whole news article about I how- I love your Inside the Magic rant. Oh, it drives me nuts. So this is a whole news article about the fact that when they build buildings, over at Walt Disney World, they build them to like 199.5 inches. Yes. Because if they were to do it lower, they, they have, have to put a, a light on put it. put a light on it. Yeah. That's the entirety of the news story. Yeah, everybody knows that. That's not a news story. That's a factoid that was then turned into a news story. It's so much the way that in my Google News feed, this story comes up. Yes. Disney just inches from breaking. The, and then Google puts a, you know, see full coverage of this story. Right. And I'm like, Google, like, this isn't a story, though. It's a factoid. How are they? And it, even in this quote unquote story. Yeah. How are they breaking the law? Uh, it says close. Disney's close yeah, to breaking the law. Okay, they're close to breaking the law. Yeah, they're 0.5 inches away from breaking the law. No, they're 0.5 inches away from being required to place a light, light on top of the building. Correct. They're not breaking the law by reaching 200 feet. Yeah. 
They're just having to, they're heavily regulated right. once the they new, reach to The non news story assumes that they would not put the light on oh. if they did because it would wreck the theming. So they're so close to being rebel. It's not a news story. No, no, Google's no. like, the, yes, in fact, tell the me. Whole, the, whole, <laughs> the whole reason that they're under 200 feet yeah. is so they don't have to put the light on. Exactly. If they wanted to go, if they wanted to break the law, they would make it three miles high right. and not put a light on. That's, again, that is breaking the law. Disney is actually operating. Well within, well within building code and regulation. I bet you they're on the ball with that. I'm pretty sure that they've got people that are aware of what the regulations are and then say, well, does this work for our show or does this not work for our show? Right. And I'm not, let's build I'm not mad at Inside the Magic. I'm just saying it's definitely very a publishing thing in all aspects of news right now of like, we don't have any news. We have to publish every half an hour. Just go find something interesting about the park. Like, you, used, you know, there used to be a bra shop on Main Street. Turn that, in, <laughs> t- turn that into a news article. Don't say, did you know you used to be a bra shop? Say something about the, the cityest past of Main Street's yeah. darker. Yeah. Do something like that. Or, or Main Street refuses to host lingerie shop yeah. anymore. Something like that. You got to put it in that to make it a news story. Yeah. So that's my, that, that's my, my rant. One other quick thing before you the, get to the, the actual main news. street you never knew about yeah. and that you wouldn't believe the dark past of yeah. main street. Okay. The what's your under, the underside of main street? The, when, what we meant by the that, under things, the under of things street. of main street. There you go. Uh, I don't know how old this is, but have you seen this, this video footage, uh, SoCal attractions or whatever on the 20, the, Epcot 2022 space restaurant. Oh yeah. A space. How old is that ride? Or well, that it's a restaurant. Yeah. It just opened. Dude, it looks amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Our friend, uh, Imagineer Daniel Joseph, uh, who he's like the modern day Yale Gracie. Okay. He did a lot of work on that restaurant. The reason why it's called 220 is that the premise of that is that you go into the restaurant and the restaurant is 220 miles, miles above high. Uh, above looks, the earth. If 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 Lil if Lil Aaron Robbins could invent a restaurant, I used to invent restaurants like this in my head. I had this great one that was a burger joint that yeah. took place in a barn, and and then but you started you got on a dark ride type vehicle like an Omni Mover, uh-huh. and you moved through the barn and like you got like you almost you picked out the cow that they were gonna slaughter. Oh man, like, like, it's real. It's got real yeah, grim. It's not real good. Soon. It's not good by my mind. I was like, how cool would that be to like see the whole process of a, of a farm? <laughs> nobody wants to see nobody. That. Nobody wants. So that. I That's the reason why that restaurant has never been not created. a good idea. Uh, but this thing is amazing. You get oh, yeah. in a, you get in an elevator and it's got like a screen on the floor. Like yeah, it's you like a hydro like uh. So in, in in the the living seas at Epcot. Yeah, there were these things called hydrolators. You would go into the hydrolator and uh, and it would simulate you going down under the water. Gotcha. And so there's a, a similar thing I think with this. Where yeah, this is like the opposite of yeah, that. the opposite. It takes you up. And you in can the orbit. see the railing going up and the earth getting smaller. And you oh leave Epcot gosh. and then you like dock in this thing and then you sit in this huge restaurant. Yeah. that has windows looking out on space and little events and ships and things happen. It looked amazing. I, we got to go to Epcot. Yeah, we got to go to Epcot. I know. I know. I, I'm. I'm. When this was announced, I was really excited because this is the type of thing. This is the type of thing that when Disney announces it, you're like, oh man, this is like pure Disney magic. Pure it's, Disney magic. It's not tied to so any particular. So, when I was property. watching the video, yeah, and they were coming back down, I was like, oh, they're coming back down to Earth. And then I was like, dude, they're they never left you moron. <laughs> but you believed. <laughs> but I totally like, believe oh, it. Yeah. Back down to earth. What are you saying? I was saying that this is the type of announcement that just feels like pure Disney magic yeah. where it's, it's not tied to a property. It's not like nothing is going exactly. to, nothing is going to right. lift 
uh, Space 220 yeah. up. It's except not, it's for not space Buzz Lightyear's restaurant in space. Right. It's just like this pure, magical, creative, yes. what would that really be like? What's the most we can push technology, storytelling, and absolute themed environment so it never breaks? Like, it, this can't break. Right, and it's I like... I love it. Avengers Campus gets announced, and, you know, you've got Batu and you've got Rise of Resistance, and, and all these things that are... They're, they're great and exciting. There's no doubt about that. But even in Epcot, like, there's the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster that they're going to open up okay yeah all of those things are great and obviously when it comes to star wars i could not be more excited about the fact that we have a star wars land but space 220 is like one of those things where it's like i'm so glad they made something like that it's just just it just allows imagineers to just go wild in terms of imagining what it would be like if you could put a restaurant in space what would you do yeah on the top of a giant elevator that goes yeah. 220 miles <laughs> they need to get rid of in event uh, interventions and and put restaurant 220 there oh like, that's a cool idea so bring it much. to disneyland yeah oh yeah start, start 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 getting rid of star wars out of tomorrowland and start making it this sort of like that just sort of non-ip oh gosh, based like so imagination great. stuff it looked really neat i'm, I'm yeah. jazzed to go to florida well, I'm excited to go with you whenever that is. Yeah, whenever that is. So last week, we talked about the removal of the Jessica Rabbit animatronic from Roger Rabbit's cartoon yeah. spin. In Disney. And we were like, what's going on? Are they what's refurbishing? Are they changing some stuff? Is it is it a sensitivity issue? Is it what's going on? We and didn't know. We had no idea. And then on the drive home from podcasting, we realized, we realized that there was a news story right. that broke Literally after we got done recording yes, last exactly. week. exactly. That is what happened. Uh, that that Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, which has been, by the way, in Disneyland since 1994. Yeah. And is based off of a 1988 movie. Right. That it is getting a re-theme and that they, they are switching the focus of the ride away from Roger Rabbit. Yes. And making Jessica Rabbit the main f- character mm-hmm. of this <clears throat> ride and that they are changing Jessica Rabbit's background to become a private investigator for Toontown in order to clean up the weasels that have invaded Toontown. That's that is what's happening. And so the removal of Jessica Rabbit from the ride is in furtherance of the we'll call it a retheme. If you how many elements are getting rethemed here? Well, Jessica Rabbit's in twice. Right. Uh, There's one where they're going to have to work that into the. Cue the waiting and other parts to sell the idea that she's a private eye looking for weasels. That's right. I don't know how they're going to work it in, but they're going to retheme the cue, I would assume, and then the they'll yeah. probably redo the audio within the ride itself. Yeah. Right? Now you feel as a private eye, she's probably the least conspicuous person you wouldn't want to hire. Like, I mean, she, she, it's good that she doesn't stand out. That way, people, you know, what I'm saying it's I, good that she's a very toned down not standing out character. She probably yeah, right. makes very modest. Yeah, very modest. Very, probably makes an excellent private eye. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think she blends into surroundings very, very easily. Doesn't have any other skills that she could back up on, like nope. like singing or acting or anything like right. that. So this is like the thing she's always wanted to do. So she's always wanted to do. Right. According to the, the press release that yes. Disney released, which looked like a front page news story from, I believe, the, 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 the Toontown Times, is perhaps what it was. Okay. Uh, but it looked like it was a newspaper from Toontown. It said... That's cute. It says, citing the recent return of the Toon Patrol weasels as the main driver behind the recent sharp rise in crime statistics throughout Mickey's Toontown, Jessica Rabbit has determined it's past time for her to throw her fedora into the ring by starting her own private investigation service while taking inspiration from longtime friend and legendary Toon detective Eddie Valiant Jessica shows that she certainly huh. means business, and then it goes on and on 
and on. Eddie, and on. Eddie Valiant drinking problem. Eddie Valiant, yes, uh, the alcoholic. The oh, yeah, alcoholic. That's uh, interesting. I didn't know it was so widespread. I thought they were just fixing two two scenes with it, but fixing. I thought they were changing two scenes uh, to make her a private eye. I honestly lost interest after that because I was, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. This is. Is there anything else we're changing about Jessica Rabbit? She's holistically like, she, if you're going that direction, like this is not. First of all, this is some sort of sensitivity update. Right. Yeah. That we have seen come out, come through Disneyland recently. I'm curious to know. The least offensive thing about Jessica Rabbit, though, is her job. <laughs> like she's a singer. Yeah, she's just a singer. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's I mean, what? that's and that's of all the characteristics. If I was to say describe Jessica Rabbit to me. Yeah. I don't want you to do that. It's okay. a family friendly show. <laughs> right. But if I was to ask you to describe Jessica Rabbit to me. Yeah. I agree. The one that you can get away with the easiest in Disneyland is she's a singer. She's a singer. She has great vocal cords, vocal cords. And which now are in the neck area, right? Mm-hmm. And now that they, now they're, they're changing this whole thing. Obviously they're changing this because Jessica rabbit is, I, I, I don't know if I, I again, this is a sensitivity update of some sort. Yeah. Her, her image, her presence, something is causing Disney executives to say, well, that's not appropriate anymore. There's that's, that's no longer proper in our current culture i'm trying to understand what that is yeah i'm trying to she's a successful singer that like as as far as you know she has sway in swingtown this is a strong confident woman she's sort of the i i think maybe it's the 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 depiction of her being a victim of the weasel she's been kidnapped but they're bad they're bad but they don't don't do sort of bad stuff they do bad stuff right they're bad but she also gets her she also the weasels get their comeuppance in the ride because Later on the ride, when you see her, she's taken a yeah. tune-sized mallet and yeah, whacked one of them over the head. Yeah. So what's the what's the problem here? I I I don't know, and quite frankly, I don't know if anybody in Disney fandom really knows because yeah. the response has been like, "Why are you doing Why? this? Like, what is the what are you doing this in service of?" I it's just funny because I don't think anybody's really cared about this ride since nineteen ninety five. Yeah, a year after it opened, nobody's really cared about this ride. I don't think anybody's decrying the depiction of I really like I mean I really enjoy I really enjoy the ride there's 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 parts of it that I I like I mostly like their you know I like that cartoony squashed and stretched pathetic so waiting in the queue and dealing with oversized bricks and that last that last gag yeah the last gag's great with the hole great with the hole yeah that's fantastic and uh I like when you fall through New York or Toontown or whatever that is, the cloud scene where you fall. Yeah, right, right. And yeah. the bull in the china shop scene. So there's a lot of there's there's I mean it's for a dark the ride. China it's, shop it's is great. called Bull in a China Shop. Bull too. in a China Shop. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's great. So I, I didn't really have a ton of problems with this ride. I just don't understand again, I don't really understand the thought process here. If if we are taking the premise that Jessica Rabbit is offensive. Yeah. Or that Jessica Rabbit is insensitive. The depiction of Jessica or, Rabbit in that yeah, ride is that insensitive. That depiction of her is portraying an inaccurate and insensitive view of, I'm not sure if it's singers, people married to rabbits. It could be that. Or that body type or whatever. It could be any but, one of those things. Yeah. She's a successful woman. But if but if the depiction of her is inappropriate, yeah. is the solution to now put her front and center as the star of that ride? Yeah. And change her depiction that way, or is it? Would it be just easier just to remove her from the ride? Like yeah. it just feels weird to me. The whole right. thing feels weird. Splash Mountain gets an entirely new theme. A little hard to do with Roger Rabbit, but you know, 
it's I, not Roger Rabbit now. It, it, it's, it's not Roger Rabbit. It's now something else. I don't know what you're going to put. Chicken Little. It's now Chicken oh, Little. It's Chicken Little Ride. Yeah. A, a movie that people have also forgotten about right. for it's, decades yeah. at this point. It's Home on the Range, inspired by Chicken oh, Little, yeah. presented by... Brother uh, Bear. By, <laughs> by Brother Bear, uh, because we don't like Jessica Rabbit, versus like, I don't know, it's Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Are, is it going to be Jessica Rabbit? I think they're going to change the name of it entirely. Wow. Yeah. But then it feels like you're removing a woman from the ride, which isn't right. It's like now there's not representation in there. And so this feels like just uh, it feels like a solution. Oh, looking it sounds for a like problem. it sounds like you were a part of this, some sort of executive uh, meeting at Disney. Uh, yeah. Where you're like, we got this key. We want to just take inclusion. her out. Like, you can't take her out. What, are you crazy? You? you can't reduce representation. What's wrong with you? you with sexist? What's wrong? How sexist are you? <laughs> well, I mean, well, it's just a ride that features a rabbit and weasels. I mean, I just I don't really think I wasn't really thinking that way. Yeah. Of course you weren't thinking yeah. that way. Yeah. Get so. out of here. They'd say. Hey, so what else you got? Club 33. I'm familiar. You may be familiar with this. The ultra exclusive club that is at Disneyland. Yeah. That is on a multi-year, maybe even a decade waiting list to get in. Uh, As a member. As a member. Yeah. They have released a mug, Scott. I hear there's a mug. That's right. Oh, what kind of mug is it? It's in celebration of It's a Small World's 55th anniversary. How much fun. And it is only available to those who are able to visit Club 33. So you either have to be a Club 33 member or invited by a Club 33 Or have an eBay account. Or have an eBay account, (laughs) I suppose. uh, And have access to it. This is, it's like, it's a delightful little mug. It's it's done in the Rolly Crump and Mary Blair facade, design facade. Uh, There is a... So the 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 facade is the base. It's got the year 1966 on there. Is that a boat on top? There is a small world boat. So this that is, is like this top. is like a this is like a three dimension. This is not your if if listener if you're pitching picturing a cylinder mug with no, graphics no. on it. This is like a sculpted mug. Yeah, imagine uh, getting like a scented can a sculpted scented candle. I want you to imagine Chevy Chase drinking eggnog from Marty the Moose. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but, it, but it's a small world boat and the small world facade. And it is uh, like a white dish, cream colored porcelain. I think thing. it's beautiful. It's great. I yeah. love it. I mean, it's it's I, I wonder now this has got a it's got like a 33 insignia on it to, yeah. to note that it's from Club 33. Uh, and I don't know how much they are asking for this mug. But it's definitely one of those things where, I mean, what Disney fan isn't going to want to get their hands on something like this? Will Disney end up reproducing it without the 33? So you've got the collector's item yeah. for it being 33, but then they're going to mass produce it. I kind of tend it. to doubt it. I kind of tend to think we should see if we can get one. You think we should get one? Yeah. I mean, we got people we can call yeah. to say, will you pick one of these up for us? Yeah. That um, are going to go into Club 33? Yeah. All right. If you happen to be a Club 33 member and, uh, and, and there is the availability for you to pick up a small... I almost said small wonder, not small wonder. <laughs> well, that's what, that's the one, that's the version TV that's coming out. Robot else. If you're a club 33 member, you get the small world mug. If you're just there, you get the small wonder mug. Right. Vicky, the little robot yeah. girl mug. Yeah. It's like a it's vacuum like cleaner. Head. The the whole, the thing you hold on to is a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> I don't know where we're going with Vicky, the small wonder. <laughs> I don't know. Why is my mind, why <laughs> did my know. mind go to small wonder, the TV I show? I have no idea. Mugs. Yay. Mugs we're, we're all around. Club. That'd be great to go to Club 33. I love a good hunt. mug, by the way. I, I, th- I, I lo- believe that's true I love you. a mug for Only drinking Only because I've been purposes. to your office and I've seen you actually using a mug. Oh, yeah. You will never see me using a mug. Really? Yeah. I love a mug for drinking purposes. I love a mug for displaying purposes. Yeah. There was a mug that was a, about a year back that you could pick up at Downtown Disney or at Disney yes. Land. It's a regional park in Southern <laughs> okay. California. So, uh, it's got that Roger Rabbit ride. 
Had. Just had. Grab it. Just, just grab, grab it. Right. That's Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so we're talking about the same one. Yeah. And it was like, it was a Space Mountain mug. Oh. It was, it was Space Mountain with a handle on it. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It I goes to it. a cone at the top. Yeah, it goes it? to a cone at the top. It's like a sippy cup. Yeah. I think you put like a Slurpee in there. Like you probably put like a, I don't know, maybe a hot toddy. Yeah. Or a, it feels or like you could play that. Like you could cone? jug play that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you could. Right on. It was great. I love it. I should have got, I should have picked that mug up. I didn't yeah. get it. Anyways. What else you got in the news? Let's talk about how Bob Chapek, he's yeah. the CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Yeah, Bob Chapek. That's right. He uh, talked about how the COVID-19 pandemic, which I'm sure you're aware of. It sounds familiar. Has, <laughs> has contributed to production delays in several Disney films. Okay, yeah, that's true. And, and he said that... While he expects Disney Plus subscriptions to hit their long-term targets, that growth is going to be uneven in the shorter term uh, as a result of COVID and the Delta variant. Okay. As a result of this, Disney stock fell five percent. That's that's a that's, that's a trip. Substantial. That's a trip for a company that big. Yeah, that's like a. So let, me just, let me just see if I can resummarize this. Yeah, so sure. he's, he's saying uh, because of COVID nineteen and more specifically the Delta variant of that. That's right. Our ability to release films when we at a schedule that that is consistent uh, and therefore drives growth is all over the place. So we're gonna hit our numbers, but uh, we're gonna hit in the long term. Long term. In the short term. Right now, we're not sure what's happening with subscribing. It seems like people are sharing passwords, and they didn't love some of the movies we did and so we're not sure well see it's interesting because he's he's saying two things he's saying production delays right and therefore choppy growth to disney plus subscriptions so subscriptions and so, that, that comment are directly related to releasing desirable ip to that platform right so does that mean and and uh, re releasing desirable ip to that platform would also anticipate releasing desirable ip to movie theaters as well yeah that would eventually come to the platform yeah so does that mean that that COVID nineteen currently is disrupting movie production? I, I I mean, we we haven't figured out how to deal, how to continue to make. Movies. They're on exemption too, right? At least in LA, at least in California, if you work in the movie business, they're on exemption. Yeah, but isn't doesn't this story doesn't it seem to fly in the face of everything that we've been hearing about in terms of movie theaters making a comeback and yeah. the success of Shang Chi and like and, and we're going all the theater everything's working but right. I thought he was maybe talking about the are year. being moved back up before yeah. they're being pushed off like yeah. it seems like this flies in the face of everything that we have been told about how movie production television production has been going yeah I'm just sort of surprised and I guess I'm not surprised to see that Disney stock dropped as a result, it's a pretty substantial drop. It is a substantial drop, and I think it is is confusing. There's a bunch of, you know, there's mixed messages in there, which, you know, the main message is because of COVID, we don't know when we're going to be releasing right. stuff and how we're going to be releasing stuff. So that's going to subs uh, uh, expect sporadic, inconsistent growth Yeah. versus the message as CEO is supposed to give is that we've got this figured out, our VAX testing yeah, and stuff we're, is good. We've got and we, a slate we, of releases. Yeah, we've got a slate of releases and all things are looking good for that. That makes your stock price to go up when right. you go, I don't know, it's COVID's fault. Not my fault. <laughs> it's COVID's fault. I know, I know one person's not, not my fault. Yeah, then, I didn't do anything about this. Then your this. stock price tends to go down because it creates a feeling of like, hey, do you know what you're doing? I mean, and I just I just announced Genie Plus. Do you see how great that is? Yeah, people yeah. are loving that. They, they get to pay for fast passes now. They love it. And That's not Covid's fault. That's Bob Chapek. Yeah. That's yeah, me. They ran. They ran. They ran a bunch of names by me about that Lightning Lane. I vetoed them all. And I said, "What about this Lightning Lane?" I was at L and L's barbecue last night. Came to me. 
got the uh, you mean LL Cool J? Yeah, <laughs> was that LNL's barbecue with LL Cool J? Yeah, and it's amazing idea, Lightning Lane. It's all Bob Chapex. Like, you mean like Lightning McQueen? Exactly, but yeah, that's what they call him. Uh, okay, I, you whatever you say, Bob. There you go. You got it. You're you're the boss. Five percent's a little bit. They're gonna have to do something to bring that back up. They are gonna do something about that. And do you want to know what that is? Black Widow two. <laughs> yep, <laughs> still gone. Nope. Okay. Uh, apparently, in I assume what I am assuming is in the exact same financial call. Bob Chapek announced that there was going to be November twelfth, known as Disney Plus Day, for the whole world. For the whole world, That's the whole good. world so, is going to celebrate I'm so Disney glad Plus everybody's Day. Everybody's on board with that. I'm so glad that on December, I'm sorry, November twelfth, we will all be celebrating Disney Plus Day. Disney Plus Day, of course, as you are well aware. The storied holiday of Disney Plus Day. Uh, we'll see. Are we celebrating a television network? Yeah. A streaming service got, got its own day? Yeah, it's Here's my its question, day. Scott Storm. This is very important. Yeah. Every day uh-huh. has is a day of something. There's enough days in the world. There's enough events, things. There's like pretzel day, your boss yeah, day, right. your boss's boss day. Like, oops, I forgot my lunch day. There's like any every kind of day. Yeah, I believe September 30th is podcasting day. Podcasting day. Yeah, I think world I, I, podcasting so day. So I think I heard that. So so Disney's November 12th. They had to trump some other day, which means- they Yeah, what look, do you think November 12th I have was? no idea what it was, but they had to trump some day where like, you know what's more important than, hey, I used to be a clown, but now I'm not day? Like Clown Recovery Day is Disney Plus Day, celebrated streaming network. Tell me some things that Disney trumped to take over November 12th. This is my favorite segment that we've done in a long time. On November 12th. Yeah, tell me. World Pneumonia Day was celebrated on November 12th. Okay. So I guess if you're taking a look at the world Which you know they did. You know a a bunch of people- they went through every single yeah. day in, in a target that they wanted. Yeah, we can appropriate World Pneumonia Day. <laughs> and right? they're like, which one? Which it's one? It's like a we? real downer anyways. <laughs> Why don't we just turn that frown upside down? Yeah. Now we celebrate a streaming Disney network. Plus, yeah. So do you want to know what we do? Do you want to know what we do on Disney Plus Day? Yeah, please tell me. Because okay, well, we don't we don't bring awareness to pneumonia. No, and, stop bringing awareness to pneumonia. Yeah. There's content to watch. Okay. What do we do on Disney Plus Day? November 12th. I'm so excited. I get my jammies on. You get your jammies on? I call on? in sick to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I don't even have to call in sick. People will understand. I'll just say, they'll like, I, I know Disney where you're flu. calling. I got, <laughs> I got Disney the flu. Disney flu. Yeah. And you, you're going to get your Space Mountain mug full of uh, yeah. a warm beverage. Yes, there right? you go. And and you're going to put a straw in it because yeah. the, the top is probably I'm gonna too start, small. I'm going to start hooting Steamboat Willie That's in that right. thing. And you're going to watch Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It's coming out this November 12th. November 12th. It's going to be available in addition you're also going to have Jungle Cruise will be available for free at that point. Okay, so it's now on there for pay. pay. It's now it's a yeah, it's a premiere and premiere plus. Uh, you're going to get the Disney Plus original movie Home Sweet Home Alone, a reimagining of the popular holiday franchise. Home Sweet Home Alone, a reboot of the Home Alone franchise, starring Macaulay Culkin. You hmm. are you have a. The look of a dead man on your face yeah. right now. I'm looking at you. You have a vacant stare as if you just saw a ghost behind yeah. me. Well, here's a little known fact about me, and I'm going to get ripped for that. I mean, you know, people are going to have issue with this. Uh, my wife has issue Will with I this. Will I have an issue with it? I don't know. We're about to find out. Yeah. It'll be very exciting. This is exciting. Uh, I love finding out new things. Yeah, about you're going to you. find out something uh, new uh, about me right now. Uh, and and Teresa and I very your far wife, apart. Your wife, Teresa. Yeah. Yes, we are very far she apart on this issue. She disagrees with this, yes. this position. Uh, but I. Do not like any of the Home Alone movies. We are such best friends. Oh, really? <laughs> I also don't like the Home Alone movies. I've never met another non non aloner. I'm a not aloner. Yeah. I I rewatched Home Alone 
recently. Okay. Within the past two years. Yeah. Because I was like, hey, kids, we should watch Home Alone. Yeah, it's a thing it's people a do. Classic. They made like three or four of them. That's right. Let's watch Home Alone. And I got done watching Home Alone. And I was like, this movie's stupid. <laughs> yeah, this whole premise. The whole premise is terrible. It's terrible. It's, it's criminal. About, I think about, most it's of it's criminal. Abandoning your child. Yeah. And then not working hard enough to get back. Yeah. It's and I just don't. I enjoy the setups. It, the whole thing is just odd to me. Like I, I get. It I feels get it. like a Wiley e. Coyote movie, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Yes. It is a Wiley e. Coyote movie set in New York and other places. Yeah. And I just, I just have never got it, so I can't like get into it. Uh, yeah. Because I feel like I'm watching Father of the Bride, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Wild Coyote, all mixed yes. together in this movie that I don't. It's supposed to be a heartwarming it. tale, but the it's not a heartwarming. The things tale. he does when he's home alone, I wouldn't do any of those things. None not of a them. single one of those. None of would them. I be? Would I be into? I'm like, all right. Here's the first thing we're gonna do. Is we're gonna clean this house. My parents don't <laughs> do a good enough job. We're gonna get down to some serious <laughs> cleaning. Tail. This place is getting <laughs> exactly. dusted. Exactly. For a few days, I'm gonna enjoy a nice organized house. You know what? I'm also gonna enjoy quiet. Because quiet. there's not there's enough quiet. So in many this people house. in that house. Yeah. yeah, and he's watching, ordering pizzas. No, I don't even like pizza that much to like go oh, well, through all that now. effort. Take it easy. All right, take it easy. So home Everybody sweet, home alone. Home sweet, the home alone. The title is clunky. The source material is problematic. I know. Anyways, they're gonna reboot home home alone. I almost said they're gonna reboot home sweet home. All right, that's yeah. not right. They're gonna reboot home alone, and then an all new original series of shorts from Walt Disney Animation Studios Yay. called Olaf Presents. Okay. Which, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's Olaf retelling Is several classic. Is this Olaf class- in 2D or in 3D? I- I'm assuming 3D. Okay. Uh, but it's Olaf retelling classic Disney tales. So, of course, Olaf has done this thing where he explains something and he explains it yeah. in Olaf's understanding and hilarity ensues. This is going to be Olaf explaining classic Disney stories in Olaf's way. That could be fun. That could, could be, be fun. fun. I, those th- they are so uh, desperate to fill Disney Plus with content that yeah. they're, they're looking at every way they can do stuff. And, and generally, it's good. I, f- I found for me personally, it's been hard to attach to some of those more like Doug stuff and the monsters. Like I was so stoked for the monsters thing. I think it made yeah. it through one and a half. And I was just like, I don't have time to watch like a C plus monsters interpretation. Like get rid of all this stuff off Disney Plus. And just make another monsters movie. That's really good. I agree. Yeah. You're talking about this. Like we have, we're done celebrating Disney plus. Day. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. After and I watch home, home, sweet home, Alabama, sweet home, sweet home alone with Reese Witherspoon and, and who, Macaulay Culkin. And Macaulay Culkin. Yep. Yeah. Culkin. Uh, after that, <laughs> then what am I doing? Well, I, you've you've probably you've probably celebrated Disney Day or Disney Plus Day in the morning. Yeah, but of course, Disney Plus Day is an all day. It's celebration. an all day thing. Yeah, right. So after you get your lunch, right? I don't know if you've changed out of your jammies yet. I have my ca- I have my uh, my Cinderella's castle peanut butter and jelly counter. It cuts yep. off the crust, but in the shape of in the Cinderella's shape of the castle. castle. Yeah, yeah, right. I love it. So you're going to be eating your PB and J Cinderella style, and you're going to watch. I a- do a PB and C. It's a Peanut butter and castle, but it's fine. Keep going. Okay. Peanut butter and Cinderella. Yeah. PBNC. Yep. You're going to watch uh, the Disney Plus streaming debut of Frozen Fever, which was a short that apparently uh-huh. is not on Disney Plus. Okay. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Feast and Paper Man, which were also uh, Walt Disney shorts, and Get a Horse, which is a Walt Disney short. So you have a bunch of shorts you're going to be able to watch. So this is a day where you don't, you sit at home. I'm not done yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah. No, I apologize. You're going to watch, after you're done watching those shorts, you're going to watch a new short about the Simpsons. And then you're going to get five, not one, not one season two episode, but five season two episodes Uh of the world, according to Jeff Goldblum. 
Uh-huh. And then you're going to get a special talking about Boba Fett in celebration and hype of the book of Boba Fett, which will be coming out in December. Yay. And then a special celebrating the Marvel Cinematic Universe with an exciting look toward the future. Yeah. And then finally, Dope Sick, an original series starring Michael Keaton, which will be released in, in international markets as part of the Star General Entertainment content huh. offering. Dope Sick sounds like a troubling title. Is it that does. Like he, I don't know if it's going to make the Disney Plus. Is he, is that he's so dope that he's just sick of being Man, awesome. You dope and sick. So this is a, a holiday. I, I'm surprised that is this really what you're supposed to do this holiday? Because it feels like a holiday where Disney's encouraging you to sit in front of TV the entire day, which I don't believe is you know according to their sort of like get up and move. Maybe they have a break. Maybe there's like a break in November 12th where it's like one of the hours you're supposed to go stretch or something. Uh, finally, Star Wars Visions, which is the anime. A uh, series of shorts. Yes, set in uh, the Star Wars universe. Set in the Star Wars universe is being released this week on Disney Plus. Tomorrow as we record this, yes? Yes, and it has gotten very, very favorable reviews yeah, I'm already. I'm so excited. Apparently, the, the, the episodes range from 13 to 22 minutes long, so it's sort of like all over the place, Yeah, uh, featuring different stories. Uh, there is a, a one called The Duel, which is about dueling Sith warriors that is, that is styled. It's in black and white styled to look like an Akira Kurosawa mm. a samurai story. Love it. Uh, there is a T-0-B-1, which is sort of like an Astro Boy-inspired oh, story. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there is Lop and Echo, which is an action-packed fable about a family. Uh, Are these all coming out at the same time? It's all being released. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's it's all being, uh, you can binge it. Binge it. Nice. So it's going to be released this week. Hey, my uh, my November 12th comes tomorrow. Your Disney Day is tomorrow. My Disney Day is tomorrow. I celebrate Star Wars Visions Day. Right. Right. Um, So... Actually, I, I don't even know if I'm going to celebrate Star Wars Visions Day. Are you really excited about this? I, 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 this is not, if, if for as much as I love Star Wars, this is not really moving the needle for me. Uh, I think it's neat that they're doing it, but f- from the trailer that I saw, it's not the type of storytelling that I'm particularly interested oh, in. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I've been excited about it. I've been a fan of this. I like the art style and I like uh, where I can, uh, where I can uh, interact with something, engage with something and not worry about it getting yeah. a second season or like, I don't have to watch all of it. I can quit anytime. Sure. Yeah. Low yeah. barrier yeah. of entry. Uh, I like star Wars and I don't have to like commit to it. Um, so that's why I'm probably so excited is I can kind of put it on my iPhone as I'm working upstairs oh, yeah. and just okay. really enjoy it. And then maybe it'll give me like that, that feels for star Wars. Should we talk I'm about saying. it next week? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the news. Yay. It was mostly fun. It was all fun. It was all fun. Even the sad stuff was fun. Let's talk about Adventureland in the next segment. In the next segment. I need a break. Right now, it's cookie time. Oh, yay. It's cookie time. Yes, it's cookie time. Oh, what time is it? It's got storm. Oh, yes, it's cookie time. Oh, what time is it? It's got storm. Oh, yes, it's cookie time. Are there any words to this song? No, there isn't. That's okay. We like the ones you came up with. Thank you for the cookie. <laughs> Why did they smell fresh baked? Was that me or was I imagining things or what? It's a scent that I put uh, Oh, you in have smellitzers in yeah, here? That's an Inside the Magic story. Right. Did you know that... Uh, Did you know that, that the Disney's manipulating. Eating- I think it actually was an Inside the Magic story. Disney's manipulating people. Yeah. You're being manipulated on Main Street. You don't even know it. And I'm like, I am? And then I was like... How? Is this just about the smellitzers that have been on like every Disney factoid site for 400 years? What did we get here for cookie time? We, we got... Uh, they only had Snickerdoodle. Okay. I know it's, I know it's your third... 
your third least favorite or your third favorite. Third, my third most favorite. Third most favorite. My least favorite cookie would be a white chocolate macadamia nut cookie. I like white chocolate macadamia nuts. Sure. That's most your... people do. I mean, they're good. I hate white chocolate. We talked about Doogie Hauser and Avatar for a very long time last uh, week. For longer than was on the episode. I cut out some of it. I was thinking today, because I heard our show running on the Magic of the Mouse radio. Oh, really? That's fun. And I was like, I wonder if anybody here that's listening right now is like, huh. happy to be listening to our thoughts on Doogie Hauser. They were very important thoughts. Hey, over there, you know what I heard? There's a rumor going around that things are absurd. Hey, can you tell me where's this and where's that? No, I can't. It's time for Scott and Aaron's Mixed Up Map. Yeah! There we go. I think we got it. Hey, welcome back from the news. What a, what and a fun... And cookie time. Oh, yeah. Welcome back from cookie time, yeah. where we had snickertoodles. We had snickertoodles. We talked, again, about Karate Kid. Uh-huh. Cobra Kai, but yeah. Cobra Kai. Cobra. Daniel LaRusso. He seems to be a, a focus... I wonder if, I, if we ever met patron, him. Is he one of the patron saints? Of I this, feel of like this he show? is, uh, and I feel like uh, if I ever met him, he'd be like, "Yeah, God, what, you guys got to talk about me every week." What do you? What do you <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, you got it going on with Mr. Miyagi. All you do is think yeah. about him. All I do is think about you. I'm just paying it forward." I think like, you could. Be we get Ralph Macchio on this show? No, for an interview on a Disney and Star Wars podcast, for an interview about his experience being Daniel Larusso. Right? No, no, we couldn't. No, yeah. you're right. And our, our listeners wouldn't want that, right? Oh, no, they, they would. Yeah, they would. If we get Ralph Macchio on here, if he could come as Daniel LaRusso, oh who's hearing what podcasting is for the first time, that oh, would be like, great. Yeah, yeah, like we're bringing him in, but he's Daniel back in yes. 1984. Yeah. yeah, and he's like... So it's like, like radio? Yeah, it's like radio. I could be, that's cool. I could be on the radio. It's cool. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. He's talking to his french fry. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, talking, that? he's talking to his french fry. Yeah. He, we sit him down, we ask him some questions. Scott and Aaron's mixed up map. Yeah, it is. Here it is. Get ready is, for it. It's is coming. a ongoing series mm-hmm. where we take a land in Disneyland and we mix it up and we mix say, it up a little bit. What if? What if we take the attractions or restaurants in a particular land? Yeah, and we replace them with any attractions that have ever existed in any Disney park. Yes, and then as a little bonus, we say plus we will add an additional attraction that we just make up however we want. So for example, we're doing Adventureland this week and we we would say we're going to replace the attractions one-to-one or keep them there, whichever we prefer. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to add another attraction in and let's say, I think we've often said, I'm going to take star tours, but I'm going to re-theme it and it's going to be something that's Adventureland related. Exactly. So this week, we're deciding on Adventureland. Adventureland is going to be very tough. This was a really hard exercise. You and I came up with this. We almost did it last week. Yeah. We realized it was too much work. We panicked. I think we panicked again this week. We panicked again this week, but well, we said we got to push through it. Let's push through it. But we decided that as we were... This is really... Why was this hard for you? I can explain why it was hard for you, but why for me, but why was it hard for you? Growing up, uh, for... You know, I didn't realize that Main Street was my favorite land until much later in my life uh-huh. when I got old and tired. And then I was like, and you're like can I just sit here? This is the best land. Um, <laughs> There's no expectations here. Right. On Main yeah. Street. It's yeah. just this is all I want to do today is just this land. That's it. So growing up historically, uh, Adventureland was my favorite land. It had Jungle Cruise in it. I wanted to be a Jungle Cruise skipper. Yep. It felt like a different place. It's right off you know, the hub. Adventureland like, was always your preference to over Tomorrowland, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be the one yeah. that I would say was my favorite. Whether or not it was my favorite, I'm not sure. 
adventure, but it would be the one if somebody asked me that, I would go right away with Adventureland. Yeah. Uh, so, so for me, it's difficult for that reason. And uh, it's, you know, it's an older, it's an old land. It's like an, an, an original land that has some like key stuff in it. Tiki right. and the Jungle Cruise yeah. are kind of in a special spot that are hard to deal with. Um, even the, you know, the treehouse is a little bit difficult and is really well it's really well set up. They really have it dialed in. They unfortunately for, have it dialed in yeah. to go around and start messing with it. it. It was it was hard for me because I, I also love Adventureland. And, you know, I think a distinction between Disneyland and Disney World is Adventureland in Disney World incorporates Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, whereas it does not in, in Disneyland. In Disneyland, Pirates of the Caribbean is part of... Uh, New Orleans Square. Yeah, why do you think it is that way in Florida? And well, is th- because in, in well in Florida there is there is no New Orleans Square. There is Liberty Square. Yeah, and in Liberty Square you have the Mark Twain. You have the Mark Twain. Yeah, and you have the Haunted Mansion. Right, uh, and so and then Adventureland sort of gets. I think the layout just sort of lends to it because uh, the layout of Walt Disney World Adventureland. Uh, intersects with Frontierland, yeah, and so therefore, you know, where are you gonna, where would you put Pirates of the Caribbean? You would put it in Adventureland, and also there are so many great rides that could go into Adventureland, yeah. However, the theme of Adventureland is so well defined right now, mm-hmm. uh, as a result of Indiana Jones having come in, and sort of the theme of Indi- uh the theme of Adventureland becomes that 1930s era, yeah, of exploration. Whereas before it was just sort of hodgepodge adventure theme like now you have a theme within a theme yeah that to take any of those things out becomes really challenging to for me anyways this exercise was really challenging because i felt like well i was ruining sort of the essence of adventure land yeah if i take out something and put it back in let's talk about some of the the oddities of adventure land i think you know for for land that's set up really well it is a very claustrophobic feeling yes. land the yeah. i don't know if the pathway is any smaller than anywhere else but i, I mean well they opened up the middle pathway didn't yeah they, they did open yeah. up there used to be a sort of a raised gardeny type of thing there there still like is a median some, yeah almost yeah and people were then uh, wrapping that with strollers and then wrapping that with people looking for their strollers and wrapping that with another layer of strollers. Yeah, so you basically had a single file line going uh, on yeah. either side of and that. So, so it does feel a little little claustrophobic. And I think it also feels that way because there's you know stands of trees and stuff to your left. And then there's buildings that are double right. height to your right. Yep. So it really does create a very alley sort of narrow feeling thing. And so and, and it gets very congested right past uh, the treehouse or and, right at the treehouse. And also very organic in its, uh, in its uh, pathways, so it it does feel a little bit more wandering yeah. as opposed to something like Tomorrowland, which is a straight shot. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, like it curves and so it curves around yeah. Tiki Room, then curves back the other way. Um, yeah, and one of the only I think the other interesting thing I noted is that all of its attractions are on the left if you're walking through it That's from right. life. So it's it's very yeah. left heavy, and there's nothing. There, you're you're very much drawn to that side of the land versus there's not an even sort of mix of stuff where you got Buzz Lightyear and and, uh, and you Star Tours on on one side. Yeah. Uh, Adventureland leans very heavy to the left. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Let's go through the attractions that currently exist in Disneyland's Adventureland. All right, have, first is the baby ducks on the bridge. I didn't even mark that one down. No, oh, well, they belong to Frontierland. That's true. Well, they sort of go where they, they, they kind of right? go wherever yeah, their mom, wherever mom, mom, mommy, Doug goes. We have uh, the Indiana Jones Adventure, okay, which we have agreed is an e-ticket uh, attraction. It's an e-ticket all day long. Like it's the most e-ticket you can get. Right. There's the Jungle Cruise. Yes, which I would qualify as a D-ticket attraction. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Okay. We have the Enchanted Tiki Room. I'm sorry, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Which originally opened as an e-ticket. Oh, really? And you don't think it's an e-ticket now? 
I do not believe you. Can you don't say think that the jungle. You don't think that the enchanted tea, Walt Disney's enchanted tea room is at the same level of Indiana Jones. Well, uh, y- you know. A, a lot of our detractors from Bob's is because a lot of people got really upset got with me upset. for insinuating when we suggested and agreed that Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean are no longer e-ticket they got, attractions. They got, they got a, a bump. They people got a bump. lost their mind. Yeah, they lost their mind. Yeah, the rationale, my own family turned against me. Your entire family turned against you. Yes. We got one star reviews as a result. Yes, of it. that's true. The rationale, of course, was it opened as an e-ticket attraction, but how could, just by the course of time and technology improving, et cetera, how could that still maintain its e-ticket quality unless it's just light years ahead of its time? Yeah, or it's continually updated in a way where you're like, this is not the same Tiki Room. This one shoots up to the moon. It's amazing. So the Tiki Room, of course, it opened as an e-ticket attraction. Right. Uh, But- in no way could you say it's an e-ticket attraction now. In fact, I'm going to be the one to get us a one-star review. Yeah. It is not an e-ticket attraction. I don't I even think it's a D-ticket attraction. I know. I would say it's a C-ticket yeah, attraction. that's where I would put it. Right? C-ticket, yeah. And, and because I would say most shows are probably C-ticket attractions. They're right. something better than a spinner ride, which I, I would qualify as a B-ticket. Uh, and they're certainly greater than a mode of transportation, which I would qualify as an A ticket. Yeah. So I think C is where Tiki Room sits. Yeah, that's I would agree with that. Yeah. And then finally, we have Tarzan's Treehouse, which I would qualify as a B ticket attraction. Yeah. But I could be argued into a C. No, no, it's a B. It's B-ticket. a B all day long, for okay. sure. Yeah. Having set this, the, the table, now let's talk about what goes where, what gets replaced, et cetera. Awesome. You want to walk into the park from Main Street with the hu- uh, or at the hub? We make a left and we head sure into do. Adventureland. And yeah. the very first thing that you're going to encounter is the uh, that where you get a Dole Whip actually has a name. It's called like the Tiki Juice Bar or something. The Tiki Juice Bar. You're going to get the Tiki Juice Bar yep. and the and the Tiki Room, which we're going to build those as a package. I'm going to plot mine out and I'll tell you where I'm putting them later. But I'm just taking the whole Tiki Room out of that space. You're just removing it. Yeah, entirely. and I'm going to put it somewhere else in the uh, thing. And I'm going. This is crazy. I'm just having fun today. You're I'm just, just having I'm, fun today. I'm, having fun. I'm not saying I'm sticking with this, but right now I'm taking. Tarzan's treehouse and putting it in that spot. Now, why? Uh, I, I think it'd be neat to get an elevated view of Disneyland from that location. Okay. It looks out on Frontierland. It looks out on the castle. It looks over to Tomorrowland. So I think that's interesting to climb above and get this view. I think you already get a good view of Rivers of America from uh-huh. the Rotunda. You don't, I don't know that you need a better view of Rivers of America because it's already an open, non-treed view. Yep. Okay. But, but, there, but, you know, to get that angle of vis- Disneyland is better. I think, and also acts as a weenie for Adventureland. Adventureland doesn't have one. That's true. So I, I put the tree there to draw people in from Main Street. And be like, what's going on up in that tree? Um, yeah, that, those are the primary reasons. Oh, and it, but, and it, it handles the clogging problem, the traffic problem. Because no one's going to go to it. Is that, is that <laughs> well, the reason why? <laughs> well, it opens up that pathway there, so that there's not that, oh, that there's see. not that weird fork right, right. there. Right. Okay. So that's those are three reasons I moved uh, Tarzan's treehouse. So you just moved Tarzan's treehouse, but you didn't replace it. I would I would else. revert so it. Think- I would I would remake Swiss Family Robinson uh, with the Rock, and then and then. <laughs> I would, but here's the thing. So you're not getting me. The Rock is every single role. Is is every single role? Every single role. He plays every single role, like including Ernst or uh, all of them. Yes, and he and he rides the ostriches as well. He does the ostrich race. Can you think of a scene in a movie that's going to make more money than The Rock riding riding an ostrich? ostrich. Not a. I can't think of a scene. We're going to sell stuffed animals, hats, mugs. I have a mug that my people are developing right now. The ostrich is like the handle neck, and Uh then and then you drink out of the Rock's waist. Oh, the Rock's waist. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then yeah. you always you can only drink uh, drinks on the rocks in that thing. There you go. Um, so I, I would I would go you worked by, a dad joke in that there, was fantastic. <laughs> I would go back to Swiss Family yeah. if we could remake if we could update that movie. I absolutely believe I would love. Actually, they are making a Swiss Family uh, Robinson update for Disney Plus. 
Oh, I remember wow. they announced it in the uh, in their whatever it was. Their I think you might be right. Yeah, I think year. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so even I'm looked actually, at a logo or something. That's right. They showed a logo. So we're going back to Swiss Family for sure. I if you're going to keep Tarzan's Treehouse, or if you're going to keep the Treehouse, yeah. I agree. Revert it back to Swiss Family Robinson. Even though I love Tarzan the movie, I love it. But I just think that that's, that's shoehorning an IP or shoehorning a movie yeah. into what should have always just been maintained as Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. So I like that. Now, since we're, I'm going to stick with you in where Tiki Room is. Okay. Uh, and instead of Tiki Room, I didn't think about uh, the the location of Tiki Room. I just thought about the ticket value of Tiki Room. Right. And that it was a show, a show that people would yeah. want to watch. And again... I'm going with my theme here, and I'm going to take out the wow. Enchanted Tiki Room okay. entirely. It's gone. Man. No more Dole Rips? Because mm-hmm. it comes with a Tiki Juice Bar. Very well, time. you can handle it. I mean, okay. Tiki Juice you're Bar handling can stay it right, right okay, where Okay, you're is. handling it separately. And I am putting in the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular oh, from the Disney really Hollywood good. Studios, which is a uh, people eater of an attraction. The thing is gigantic. So it holds a lot. Holds a lot of yeah. people. There is not a stunt show in Disneyland. I don't think there's ever been a stunt show. Well, maybe there was uh, an outside. outside stunt show way back in Frontierland yeah. a long time ago. But there has not been a stunt show in Disneyland for a very long time. I and like of that. course, we often talk about the greatest stunt show of all time, which is Waterworld and Epic Stunt Spectacular. Going through the anniversary that we just got because we're uh, like pass holders. Oh, here we go. We got invited to some kind of like anniversary special go? thing we really thought about it. i think we already missed it but oh man i know i was gonna ask you to pick me up some merch some water world i want to swim in that lagoon man my well, kids are like uh, a, f- a fry with what what is happening under that water like do they have divers underneath there like are there passageways oh like, my what? gosh we gotta have my wife on the show there's a whole story there oh good uh, there's there's a whole story about her and water world and epic stunt spectacular wow we definitely need that. We definitely need, we need that. We'll, to, have her, we'll have her on at some point. Um, so you're putting in Indiana Jones Stunt and Spectacular there. It's going to yes. run once every hour, I imagine. Oh, it's going to be. There's going to there's going to be explosions coming out of the front of. See, that's a noise weenie. That's a noise weenie. That'll noise weenie. That will get people in yeah. because they'll be like, "What is going on in Adventureland?" Now, and it would be good to hear a little more than just the one hippo gun. Yeah, I agree. All right, this is you're going to get a lot now. Indie, the indie stunt show spectacular is a little long in the tooth. I've been, if I'm being honest. With okay, you. in what regard? Uh, it's just it's been running since the. Do they have a, a like a singer tied up to a railroad track or like a boulder or something? They have a boulder. Okay. Yep. They, they definitely have a boulder. You can be guaranteed that. Okay. Uh, it's just a it's it's been running in its same. Uh, way ever since I think it may have been even ever since Hollywood Studios opened or maybe it opened shortly after the studios opened. Okay, right on. Uh, but it's still really, really fun. And yeah. it's Indiana Jones and it fits within the theme. I can't update it because that would violate that would the rules. That would count as my, my make them up. So I'm not going to update it, but I am going to bring it in there because I think people would love to see a Indiana Jones stunt show at Disneyland uh, it's second only. I'll let you update second it. only. I need to make some small tweaks to one of my things, so I'll let you update your Indiana Jones. No, 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 show. no it's okay. No, okay. it's okay. We're, we're, I don't want to violate the rules. I, I don't do. Violate the rules. I want to violate them a little bit. Okay, well then I would update it. Okay, I would update great. it. I would bring all three movies into it. The, oh yeah, that's good. And 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 have scenes from you go all beating three heart movies. or no beating heart. No beating heart. All right. No beating heart. Maybe something that is similar to it. Um, I think. Uh, I think. You know, we just stick with the mind. The mind chase, and maybe the. Uh, uh, the conveyor belt, the conveyor belt fight. We stick there with the go. conveyor belt fight. We don't have to have have to worry. Or, or what am I talking? What am I talking about? We're, of course, we go with the bridge, the bridge cut uh, at the end of of Temple of Doom. We don't need yeah. to have beating heart in there. Okay, great. Yeah. Are we moving on? We're moving on. 
All right. And we're moving on up. Uh, there's a some kind of like imports trader right across the street there. We're going to deal with that in a little bit, so I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, the next thing that you're going to get uh, for me is you have the what is it called the the it's not the Tahitian Terrace, but the new restaurant. It's there. It's now called the Tropical Hideaway. The Tropical Hideaway. But I've right. always known it as the Tahitian Terrace. Tropical Hideaway. Got some good buns. I'm going to leave that just where it is, uh, and then I'm going to jump to the other side of the street uh, instead of that whole shopping area. That imports the bizarre, thing. The yeah, whole the bizarre, bizarre. The imports, mm-hmm. the Bengal tiger, all that's going away. Uh, and I'm putting Indiana Jones on that side. So I'm taking Indiana Jones from where it is. The Indiana move, Jones Adventure. Yeah, yeah, is okay. moving to that side. So it's taking up the entire center block between Frontierland and Adventureland is now uh, a, is now Indiana Jones. Now, of course, in this in in this as we've already established with me taking out Tiki Room and putting yeah. in Indiana Jones. Yeah. It doesn't, the space doesn't space matter. Flexes. In space, space, space flexes. Space flexes, so that it makes sense. Because, of course, yeah. the Indiana Jones adventure goes all the way out into the old Eeyore parking lot. Yeah. It fits in this space for this example. It brings uh, an attraction to the other side of the walkway there and creates uh, interest on both sides okay. of the park. And I'm doing something with that other side. So I got you come in. You got the big tree house on the left. You're going to have something the big amazing. tree weenie. Yeah, the big it. tree weenie on the left, and then you got Indiana on your right, which is just it's its like a big temple. I mean, the temple itself would draw. Yeah, and you can see it a little more, so it's not hidden back there, so it's creating more theming. And then Bengal Tiger, which I had to get rid of, is going uh, where the where the treehouse used to be, maybe. Maybe I'd get rid of Bengal Tiger. It's got good food, but uh, it's all yeah. stand-up-y. you never eaten there? No, it's I think I have decent, eaten there. It's decent food. they got like yeah. asparagus and skewers. Is and- share a kitchen with... Uh, the Golden Horseshoe, not the Golden Horseshoe. It might. Stagecoach? Stagecoach? Ha- uh, stage it would go, it would go uh, Bengal Tiger, Bella Terrace, Stage Door, Golden Horseshoe. So maybe, maybe they probably all, all do the share kitchen. the same yeah. kitchen on the inside. They probably do. Yeah. But it's it's good food. Problem is they have these like stand up tables there, that right? Are, like bar stand tables. Yeah. And when the when one of those gets out in the sun, the top of those get ridiculously hot. hot. Yeah. Yeah. Fry an egg on that. Thing. You you fry it's uh, whatever you call that. A, a uh, tiger tail. Height. What do you call a, a, what are we talking about? A hibachi. Hibachi. Yeah, you're going to bring a, your own hibachi Yeah, there. it's a hibachi table. Yeah. You just cook the meat right on it. Right. Yeah, it's yes. great. Where are we? You moved uh, Indy. You moved Indy. I moved Indy to that entire row. That yep. entire thing past the bathroom is now Indiana Jones. And there we go. Okay. So I got a lot of work to do on the other side. So I am... This is what I'm doing. Okay. So I'm going to we're going to keep walking. And the next thing that we're going to encounter on our left would be the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. where it is. Well, you so, get the Holiday Hideaway, the Tahitian Hideaway, and then the Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, and uh, I'm getting rid of the Jungle Cruise. What? Wow. I know. Call Just me right crazy. Off the bat, I call you crazy. You're crazy. I'm getting rid of the Jungle Cruise. Okay. And I really debated here what I would do because Jungle Cruise is classic. Yeah. And I would say Jungle Cruise, while Disney World is even better. Mm, I wouldn't say that. Uh, it's I've never longer. been on it. It's longer. Okay. There is a whole indoor portion, which you do not get uh, in Disneyland. That is very true. Uh, it's a temple. You go inside like a ruins of a temple type of thing. It does sound uh, better. Uh, the, the benefit of Jungle Cruise here is, of course, you go past Indiana Jones Adventure, and that is now worked into the attraction itself, which I love. I do, too. Big, I'm a big fan of it. They could do more with that, but yeah. But- it is a classic attraction. What do you, how do you get rid of this yeah. and justify And then put it? in Grizzly River Run. It's terrible. I thought that maybe I would go with Sinbad's Storybook Voyage from uh, Tokyo Disney Sea, which is a dark ride uh, that is, that features Sinbad and a gigantic giant in Sinbad's Adventures. And I'm not it's got, impressed. It's got a, a song by okay. Alan Macon called Compass oh, of Your Heart. That's awesome. Uh, it's a, w- a wonderful, wonderful ride. I thought about this, but again, the challenge that I identified at the front was 
how do you ruin adventure land? Yeah. So I had to just continue with my theme and I'm taking out jungle cruise, a D ticket attraction, and I am putting in Indiana Jones and the temple of peril roller coaster, which you can find at Disneyland Paris. Wow. A Disney. What's that roller coaster it like? It is a looping roller coaster. It goes upside down. It goes upside down wow. on a mine. Uh, you are in a mine cart going through a temple or going through ruins of a temple, uh, an archaeological dig, if you will, uh, that goes upside down and uh, Indiana Jones, the Temple of Peril. That sounds I'm insane. putting in there instead. So this is not so much Indiana uh, Adventureland anymore as it is the, the Joneses land. Oh, you're tracking. Yeah. You're tracking. It's called, with it's called Keeping Up with the Joneses. Yeah, that's right. Keeping Up with the Joneses. I like it. Yeah. All right. We're then still I'll, maintaining uh, that, that 1930s theme, but yeah, you're going to see... You're going to see the theme within a theme come out for sure. Yeah, I see. So on my right hand, uh, on my left hand side, you walked past the Swiss Family Treehouse now, then past the Tahitian Holiday Patio. Yep. Jungle Cruise is staying what it is, but where Indy oh, was. You're, ke- you're keeping it and you're keeping Jungle, Jungle Cruise, Cruise just where it, it was. Uh, but the neat thing here is on the right where Indy and, and all that treehouse, the exit to the treehouse yep. was, that's all gone in all the shops that were on the left are now over on that side in a very New Orleans-style walkthrough. So you're through. sort of like flip-flopping attractions yeah. and, and, and shops. So the right, the right side now, you can walk through like you can walk through the shops in New Orleans Square. It's a bizarre style that you okay. can actually walk through. And there's now a connector at the back of the shops that connects New Orleans to the Adventureland shop. So, oh, you, so can, you have like a shortcut. Yeah, you can now make a left right past the Jungle Cruise, shop in the bazaar and all the imports. And there's this whole trading kind of thing going on. But it now goes into the back part where the portrait painter is yep. in mm-hmm. in New Orleans Square. It now connects there. And then right on the edge there where the Jungle Cruise water is, is the Tiki Room is now there okay. so that you now have your Dole Whip and you can watch the Jungle Cruise come by and the skippers can make fun. There's a whole new bunch of jokes introduced in because now the Jungle Cruise like that. interacts with the Tiki Room directly. I love like that idea. See, I was starting to take a little. Uh, uh, I was starting to take a little umbrage, if you will. Oh yeah. About saying like, well, you're not putting anything new in here. You're yeah. just you're just moving things around. Yeah. But your movement of the tiki room into being on the water creates the a new interaction. Creates a new interaction. And I created a pathway between a new pathway to again alleviate congestion, and create like a fun thing. Do you think that you run the the risk mm-hmm. of the experience that you have in the Blue Bayou? Whereas people are going by on the Jungle Cruise, they say, throw me a whip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's pretty whippy in here. You give me the idol. I give you the whip. Yeah, throw me the see, whip. You're already doing it. You <laughs> already came up with a joke that's brilliant. There that is go. such a Jungle Cruise joke. There you go. That you could only make by me mixing up this map. Now you can make a Indiana Jones whip, dole whip joke. On the Jungle Cruise. On the Jungle Cruise. Oh, okay. Like All my right. dreams you have been me. realized for today. When I woke up today, I was like, mostly what I'm looking for is I get to teach class and I get to podcast and that will be great. And now I've made your day. And now you've made my day. Oh, I'm so happy. That's Awesome. This is a great. Actually, I, I love that. I love the idea of incorporating. Of course, I love the idea of incorporating the two rides together. Yeah, because you already have that with Indy. But I love that interaction that you get with people. You know, uh, people being able yeah. to look into the rivers of America. I'm sorry, uh, the, the Jungle Cruise rivers. Yeah, and uh, and the Jungle Cruise being able to interact with uh, so many jokes TV. you can make there. The last thing I have is my make them up, which it's I don't know. Well, we'll see. Okay. Well, uh, I can continuing on since you uh, were talking about that same sort of area. Uh, we have Indiana Jones, uh, the Indiana Jones adventure. And I thought like, what do I put there? Yeah. What do I take out? And the conclusion is nothing. Yeah. It is the crown jewel of Adventureland. Especially re- in your theming. Yeah. In my theming it, and, and just in general, it, it remains the crown jewel of Adventureland and you have the Indiana Jones adventure there. It is perfect. Uh, it should never be touched. It should never, it will always be an e-ticket. It can yeah. never not be an e-ticket. It's been a while since you've rode Indiana at Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, 
it's weird. There's just this one part of the queue that's like I've always been curious about, like the, the outside part with the snakes. That's good. Then you yeah. go through, and then you go through the caves parts, and you go into the dig stuff, and all that's good on the way in. But there's definitely this like outdoor indoor like shotgun hallway section. Yeah, uh, where they think there's a fire fire exit there too. And it's most noticeable uh, after you're done riding the ride. You come back up, and you're just walking over plank. Uh, sometimes people hop over the railing there and get back in line yeah. when nobody's looking. Yeah, yeah. And then there was the, a, yeah you the, the you're talking about a part of the ride where you can actually see the exit queue as well. Is that what you mean? Uh, not of the ride, just just the queue. Just I, the that's queue. what I mean. I mean, yeah. you're you're while you're in the queue. You are up against the exit. The exit of the queue. Correct. Yeah. 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 And it's just this really under themed part that's actually outside. Like there's not a solid roof there. You can see the outside there. And I just never understood if if that was a cost saving thing or if there's a fire safety thing or there's something going on. But it, it definitely feels different than every other part of the queue. It absolutely does. And I wonder whether they do that because, of course, you're walking a quarter mile to get onto the ride. Right. And I just wonder if the, you were to, if you were to make the exit queue highly thematic, whether or not you're just creating more congestion. More, yeah. And more walking. Right. I more guess walking. I'm, yeah. Yeah. My, fa- a, my favorite part of that exit queue, by the way, yeah. is when I don't remember if the ride is still sponsored by AT&T. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but the, but on the exit queue, there was a sign from yes, AT&T. Yep, that said, it's at the end of that shotgun part, that that's hallway right. that says it that. Says, Choose wisely. Choose wisely. Yeah. I, love, I just always love that. Yeah. And yeah. people jump up and try to touch it oh yeah that's what you yeah. do throw me the whip throw the whip. you give me the idol i throw you the whip throw me 550 <laughs> there are more than that you throw me nine dollars i'll throw you the whip coins <laughs> exactly uh yeah so indiana jones stays exactly where okay. it is and then uh do i have a make them up here yeah do you have a make oh, oh, oh i know where i am i know where i am T- tarzan's treehouse so, because you're you're you have your make them up, and that's the last yeah. thing on your list, right? Okay. Mine's dumb, but you're gonna love it anyway. It's terrible. Mine, I, I gotta start with Tarzan's Treehouse because I'm taking Tarzan's Treehouse out again. I gotta maintain my uh, I gotta maintain my my your one to one your theme. Oh yeah, my yep. theme. And so I'm gonna put the Boneyard from Animal Kingdom in, and the Boneyard is yeah, basically is it's a themed play area for like the the five year old okay. six year old area, and it's just a big huge dig site. That is a theme for dinosaurs. Okay. So it's a dinosaur dig site. You're going to have to tie this back to Indiana for me. I, I want to tweak this a little bit, if, you, right. if you'll indulge uh, me. I will, because I'm not sure about having a Jurassic Park thing. No, 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 no. It's, well, we're going we're gonna to keep it the bone. We're going to keep it a dig site. But for? And we're going to make it a Marshall University archae- uh, graduate archaeological dig site. Okay, that's great. Where kids can come in and sort of this see is pretty good. the dig that is being overseen by Dr. Indiana Jones, I Dr. Love Henry that. Jones. Yeah. Uh, and, and all of the grad students are gone for the day, or maybe there are a couple of grad students that are there sort of observing the site as kids can come in and, and play on the, the artifacts. That are maybe like, they, maybe we can have some, we'll invent some technology where there's some kind of, some kind of sandy thing they can move actually around. There'll, yeah. be, there'll be QR codes once they do that. And, and they, we can give them sort of like advertise Disney plus. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yes. or, uh, yeah, exactly. Or uh, a first look at uh, Home Sweet Home Alone. Yes. Something right. Something like that. Yeah. Well, we'll change them. We'll change we'll them. We'll change them up. It's we like a have, Marshall College Archaeology and Quick Look. And the Quick Looks. And the Quick Look. Yeah. I like that. But I, but if I you, like if, an Indiana Jones land. It's pretty fun I the way you've like idea. themed it out like that. I like it. And then you could get Do you call Marsh- it Bump 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 Land? Yeah. Yeah. And then bump, 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 bump as you leave. Yep. Uh, and then you could get like your Marshall College t-shirts there. Like you get all your Marshall right. College stuff. Yeah. And I and and then and that way you're bringing. You in, really built like the like the Diagon Alley of Indiana Jones and Disneyland, I, which it feels like it you. needs. Thank you. Yeah. I, I like feel that. like that doesn't that should exist, right? I think it can hold it. It's I such a it it's it. such a fun stylized uh, IP. 
Oh my gosh, so great. Yeah. So great. All right, what's your make them up? My make them up is, I don't know, I was struggling here. They have something, I think it's in Shanghai Disneyland. They have this just beautiful uh, like waterfall volcano thing that the res has a river rapid thing right. on it. Right, yeah, yeah. I what's that know, called? Do you remember? I don't know what it's called. But Should it, I look it up or do you yeah, just want to assume no, we know? We're going to assume you know. It's a really beautiful water feature. Uh, so I'm, I'm it's take, like a rapids, right? So like a grizzly river is. run, but it's like more themed, right? Yeah. And it's just this huge, huge mountain yeah. with this, this, this very like Victoria falls kind of running thing down the middle. It's really neat looking. Like so anyways, I'm going to take that. I'm going to, I'm going to introduce a huge volcano that actually oh, erupts yes. into Adventureland. Yes. And we're doing a journey to the center of the earth drop ride slash roller coaster. Oh my gosh. I think this was like actually proposed. Oh, was point, it? Wasn't it? If it wasn't, it's really close. Yeah. This is a genius idea. So that's where it's going. We're having a volcano that gives visual appeal and sound and smoke and it actually erupts. And then some of the lava kind of touches Jungle Cruise. It goes under there. So Maybe it's like, makes a steam. Like makes as steam the lava comes as they in, come down. Steam. Yeah. You can get obsidian there and then build a port portal and go into the nether which is amazing uh but then it's a, it's a it's a ride where you i think you either start on a roller coaster and then you launch up to the top of the volcano and then the ride ends or you start and do that. i haven't figured all that stuff out yet because it's not real <laughs> and that no i like this idea maybe it's a journey to the center of the earth and so you're going down through into the center zoom, of the earth zoom, and then when you get to the zoom, center you yeah. get shot back Woo! up oh my gosh that yeah. sounds fun so it's not really a drop ride it's a it's a ejection ride yes right mm-hmm Oh man, yes. Great. I love this idea. What's your make? When are we up? doing this? I'll make some calls. Uh this placement of this yeah. uh this volcano, where where do you think it is? Like what if you it's were to put it in pretty much it? uh where the ATM and the in the Adventureland bathrooms are. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I mean there are enough explosions there as it is. Whoa! <laughs> oh, oh. Talk about a dad joke. No, did chunk. Oh. My make em up. Yeah, let me hear it. What I've decided is I'm going to I'm going to create a ride using the Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure ride, which is over tell in Shanghai Disney. Yeah, tell me about that. So there is, so they reinvented Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, and uh, they've they've combined it. It's a boat ride. Okay. that is com- that combines physical sets with projection screen technology. Okay, and you start out the ride uh, sort of similarly to other Pirates of the Caribbean rides where you see skeletons and then at one point you see a skeleton and the skeleton magically turns into Jack Sparrow and then Jack Sparrow and then the rest of the ride you go underwater and so you are under the water. I've heard about this and I've seen the actual, I think there's an effect where that actually happens when you go under the water and I think it's pretty darn good. It's incredible. Yeah. And then as you're underwater, you see, again, you're going through physical sets and animatronics and that sort of thing but you're also seeing projection mapping and then... Uh, all of the all of the the sunken ships get uh, risen up to the, yes, the surface. I have watched this. It, it is amazing. Great. So you're going to use that technology. I'm going to use that technology. Practical projection map type of environment. That's right. That yeah. allows you to go uh, above the water, under the water, back yeah. above the water uh, through an undersea this adventure. Better be Indiana Jones theme, or I'm going to be pissed. Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Oh, cool the ride. Oh, like there's a whole new storyline. He's new going. Story he's line. going down to Atlantis. Yeah, your, your experience, and you're going with Indy on an adventure. He's discovered where Atlant- the the remains of Atlantis, and you go down with him into Atlantis, into into adventure, and then come back up. I don't know how this whole story works. Yeah, all I know is that you are exploring what Atlant- Atlantis is. I love it. Uh, in in the exploration of finding Atlantean artifacts uh, with Indiana Jones, and that's my Indiana Jones. And the adventure of land. That's the whole. Uh, that's the whole thing. That's all of Adventureland. That's I all. I think of we did well for a very hard land. I think so too. And you know, again, I, I realize I sacrificed some golden calves there. 
I know. Uh, you know, but uh, but I think I did it in service of a land that we would all want to experience. That's a show. Yay! Yay. We made it through. We made it through. If you liked our mixed up map, would you let us know? Right. You can email us at podcast@bobsystemsandbanthas.com, or you could leave us a five star review, or you could leave us a five star review. That'd be great. It would be great. This has been Bob Sis and Banthas, and we release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you've enjoyed listening Are you to the show. you stop saying Aaron's car? That was like a thing for two episodes in a row, I think. You want me to keep doing it? No. You can also, also listen. <laughs> you can also borrow Aaron's uh, Beats by Dre. Yeah. And uh, listen to them there if you want. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So you can listen to him on those if you want. Yeah. You got to come over and I'll hook you up. Oh, yeah. If you come over to Aaron's house, he'll let you listen to his AirPods. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing that he does. Right. It's like a great hospitality. Yeah, I got a lightning lane and you just so if you want to be guaranteed to go ear, to, to get my to get my pods in your ears, that's twelve dollars. I thought you can do you can go standby. Yeah. You hear Rise of the Resistance is going they're going standby? Yeah, I heard that Rise of the Resistance is going standby, but they're also going to be doing the lightning lane plus. Oh, yeah. 100%. So it's like so there's gonna be a standby lane, but everybody who really wants to ride it is going to have to pay to ride it. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen, right? Yeah. Having the option of a standby lane that you can, if you want to wait all day long to ride Rise of the Resistance, that's the only thing you want to do, you can do that. Isn't that better than getting, you know, immediately at seven o'clock in the morning, you know, I'm not getting on this ride? That's what people are saying. People are saying that the, that having some hope is better than absolutely no hope yeah. offset by some people getting a quote unquote guarantee. And I think that that's, I think that's right. I think the idea that it's like you can get a virtual queue. Uh, you, or you can ride standby yeah. feels about right. Like some people get a fast pass early in the morning, which is virtual queue. And some people get to stand inside the whole lightning lane thing. I'm against uh, just the paying part of it. Right. Um, but that's, but, but that's what we're dealing with. Now. That is what we're dealing with. Yeah. My only concern with a standby on a ride like that at two hours, it feels like you're in a comfortable zone to handle problems that arise. If sure. somebody's been waiting for three hours, four hours of their day in Disneyland and then the ride goes down, and the ride goes down. Something happens. You, you have to have a, you cannot give them their time back. Right. So what can you give them? Right. You can't, there's no way to give somebody four hours back. No. What do you do? And so I, I worry about that. You know what I worry about? What? Not getting out of this outro. The inevitability that the next time I go down to Disneyland, I'm absolutely paying to go on rise of the resistance on lightning it, lane. Yeah, because you are, and you wouldn't be crazy to do it, which I know. is terrible That's for me what I'm to saying. say. It's like I hate the I fact. I feel so that hypocritical right I'm, now. I mean, I I don't know. Am I going to drop close to a hundred dollars to be extra. able to ride extra to ride this ride yes. just because I want to be guaranteed to get on it because. Yes. Like that's the main reason why I want to go down to Disneyland. Yep. I hate that about myself. I hate it. It is and I money hate that well Disney spent. Has put my put me in that position. Yeah. Because what am I going to do? Tell my kids like, no, I don't oh. know. Maybe we'll ride it the next time we come to Disneyland. However many years that may be right. from like now. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. And so then it makes it harder to get excited about other things yeah. that Disney announces because you don't, you don't, you no longer hear that as an announcement for the masses. It becomes an announcement for very specific people. Right. Man. Figure out and this is so anti-Disney. They got to figure something out where it's like, well, I, I want to come down on Thursday. Can I just pay to do the Rise of Resistance thing? I promise I'll walk in. I'll just yeah, exactly. walk down like, Rain Street. I won't even me. ride anything. Exactly. I'll just pay the $100 for my family. We're going to ride Rise of Resistance. Then we'll be right, we'll be right we'll out be of out. here. In fact, we'll you be can out escort us. You, you can, can escort us. We'll be right out of this thing. As soon as we get off, we're right, we're right out of here. I just want to experience that thing. Uh, I'm not going to do anything else. That's all I'm doing. I need a Rise of Resistance only thing, and then it, it's totally worth it. On top of... The five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars you've paid to get your family in there, and then you're paying another hundred dollars. Is know. it worth it? The one time it is, it's just unfortunate that that's the way it's coming down. Yeah, to it's like it. the equivalent of taking them to like bowling for the day. 
right? Yeah. Or to, I don't know. There bowling. is a bowling part of that ride, so you can kill two birds with one stone. Oh, I can't Space wait. Bowling, yeah. Space bowling. <laughs> you, That's roll, awesome. you roll it on Adam Driver's abs, so it's like you have to like plan you for like, which hit, way is it going to go? In all those abs yeah, in order exactly. to get a strike. Yep. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I told you no spoilers about the ride. Oh, sorry. Where were we? I think we're doing a podcast and an outro. I think you're right. Uh, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We love making this show. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it. Uh, I've already told you where you can listen yep, to this. Yeah, lots of places. We did 20 minutes on that. We can also be heard on the Magic of the Mouse radio every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Uh, check out Magic of the Mouse radio by visiting bobsisandbanthas.com. A slash R radio. That's right. Thanks so much for following us on Apple Podcasts and leaving us a written five-star review. We really appreciate it. Uh, it helps other people find out about the show and helps us know what you like about the show. So please, please do that. Yeah. You can visit us at bobsisandbanthas.com. Why don't you do the rest of the outro? I don't know where it is. Uh, you can wear us at uh, T Public slash Bobsleds and Banthas, right? You can join us for more fun on Instagram mm-hmm. at Bobsleds and Banthas. You yep. should go to Patreon, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash Bobsleds and Bantha. I think this week uh, we got that Karate Kid episode with the middle missing, but oh, it's still yeah. good. It's still, still funny. Good. It's still great. Still great. We and talk then, a lot about Karate Kid 3. And then, then this one, we're talking about roller skating for quite a long time. Oh, <laughs> so if you want to hear that, you should definitely get over to the Patreon. There's, you know, a bunch, a bunch of content. Come there. celebrate the 80s with us on patreon there you go yeah until next week he's been aaron yep and i've been scott i sure have yeah and we've been bob's and banthas i don't know any swiss family robinson quotes do you i see you (laughs) right swiss family yeah navi family robinson navi family robinson all right see you next week see you next week magic kingdom sisters is growing every day. This Saturday night. Now there are more new rides for more fun. In electro-synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Waste time with your friends when your chores are done.